Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. On third and eight, pressure coming out of the second day. Hurts hard and took off. End zone ahead. Touchdown. 22 yards. He straight up sliced them. Let's get back to You Better You Bet. Presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Hostos and Brinson here with you on a magnificent football Monday. Jalen Hurts is pretty good last year. Uh... Eagles projected to be really good again this year. Can Jalen Hurts, though, go over his passing yards prop? How about his rushing yards prop? How many touchdowns is he going to throw for this year? We will talk about it momentarily, but we still have some golf to get to on the show. I'm looking forward to that. Will and Tyler are going to talk about golfers that they're looking to bet on right now to win majors in 2024. Right now. We'll also talk MVP. Will with a piece dropping later this week on CBSSports.com with uh, some favorite MVP bets for this season as we celebrate I'm right again. the entire week. Yeah, which I, I love that. The entire week yeah, here. Too. On You Better You Bet. Uh, with training camps, all of them will be open by Wednesday, which is really great. Power Hour, Final Hour will feature all our bets for tonight. But we touched on AFC East player props. We talked quarterbacks, running backs, and pass catchers. Let's do the same in the NFC East right now and start at the quarterback position. Uh, I will read the numbers at BetMGM for the starting quarterbacks in the NFC East. And by the starting quarterbacks, I mean Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, and Daniel Jones. We don't have any Sam Howell props or Jacoby Brissett props, presumably because we're not sure who's going to be starting. Probably Howell. That's what Washington is telling you, that it's going to be Sam Howell. Also, would it Sam surprise Howell's anyone? Sam Howell's, Sam Howell's going to start. It's Well, it's, yes. It's, like, it's, I think like if, if we had to bet, that would be the case. But like there are also no props posted for Howell. No, no, I, I understand that. I'm just saying that, like, and I and I love Jacoby Brissett, NC State guy, Sam Howell, UNC guy. You know I'd like to see Brissett win the job. He, he, and I kind of like Sam Howell. I kind of like him. Uh, Ken. Love, I don't want to say he loves Sam Howell. I think he thinks Howell really? is doing better than anticipated. Ken's bullish on the commanders this year. Yeah. Ken likes Washington a little bit this year. Their defense could be like top five easily. Their defense is really good. Um, Howell was really good in week 18 last year when the commanders upset the Cowboys. I I don't like Brian Robinson, but like I love McLaurin. I like Josh Dodson. Like, what is McLaurin going to do with the, like, if Sam Howell's a real quarterback? Wait, McLaurin could explode. Not, I, 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 like, combined Josh Doxson and, and yes. Jahan it, it is a very It is a very annoying <laughs> yes, yeah. factoid Jahan that they abused first-round draft capital on both of those guys. Yes, yes, and, and, and one was terrible and one's good. Doxson was bad, yeah. and uh, Jahan, Jahan Dotson is, uh, is Josh Doxson from TCU was bad. Yes. They didn't both go to TCU, did they? Where'd Jahan go? Jahan went to Penn State? Penn State. Penn State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I was going to – oh, oh, here's another thing, argument for Sam Howell being great. So my pal Zeke, who lives in the D.C. area, is like Hunnicutt, talks like this. I, I hung out with Zeke, right? Uh, 
That's, I feel like I feel like you just heard a lot of stories about him. But possibly you met one of your friends that I hang out with in San Francisco with you. Oh, that was my buddy Drew, not Zeke. Yeah. Okay, Drew. Uh, So Zeke is a diehard NC State fan. Grew up a Commanders fan or a Reds Arskins fan. I don't know if you can say it anymore. Um, Well, I've said it like four times on the show today, so hopefully you can. I know. I've been surprised that nobody's asked you to put some change in the swear jar. Um, And uh, or FCC is coming at you. And Zeke is convinced, and I think there's some merit to this. uh, you know, galaxy brain conspiracy theory that with the Nats becoming terrible and not caring about the Wizards and living in I DC hate this already, I hate this already. Like whatever what? this is is going to be really stupid. Let's hear it. It's stupid, but it's, yeah, it's totally stupid. But that Sam Howell, a former Carolina player, is going to become the next great DC sports star just so Zeke has to sit around and watch him. And like that's going to be the only team that's any good in Washington is the Commanders. With Sam Howell like dominating everything in his life, and him having to hear about Sam Howell twenty four seven, twenty four seven, and and being in, stuck in hell as an NC State fan, and I think there is some merit to that, and possibly Zeke could deserve that uh, hellacious. I just I um, love the fact that I love the fact that the sentence was here's an argument for Sam Howell being great. The argument is like centered around the narcissism of Will's buddy Zeke, who thinks that the world revolves around him and things are done like to either punish or like or make him feel good. Moving on, um, but also like it is possible, right, that Sam Howell will be good. <laughs> we can't, we can't, I mean, also like we also like we, we can't bet on it. Uh, also, oh, Adam Schefter tweeting moments ago, both C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson signing their respective rookie contracts today. So there you have it. Um, that happened so like the, a couple we, hours ago, but yeah, whatever. Uh, thanks. Great. Uh, also, not a surprise. Anyway, the numbers for Hurts, Dak, and Daniel Jones. Jalen Hurts, 699 and a half rushing yards, 3,625 and a half passing yards, 21 and a half passing touchdowns. Dak Prescott, 3,850 and a half passing yards, 26 and a half passing touchdowns. Daniel Jones, 3,200 and a half passing yards, 16 and a half passing touchdowns, and 575 and a half rushing yards for the Giants' newly minted, uh, very rich franchise quarterback. Anything stand out there in the quarterbacks for the NFC East this year? I like that under on Jalen Hurts rush yards. One, I think that when you look at the Eagles, how suspicious is it that the Eagles are minus 110 to win the division? Well, I think that that's like, I think like the Cowboys are going to be really good this year. Like they're still favored. They're a minus price. I know. It's just, it's not a big number. Like, no, but I think like, but if they, let, let, so let's just say I'm making this up. The Eagles were minus 200 to win the division. You would never bet them ever. No. So then the number no. is probably pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's like, it makes me not want to bet them either. Cause it's like, so short, like 135. Okay. I'd be like, that's about right. Um, I, 110 just feels a little short for me, given how they went at the Super Bowl, Right. And the cow, but the Cowboys lost their offensive coordinator, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think the Giants and the Commanders' prices are interesting, but the Hurts under rushing yards, not rushing touchdowns, because I think they'll still use him at the goal line. But how are they? One, they lost Shane Steichen to the Colts, and so that's somebody who uh, was a big factor with Nick Sirianni in implementing the the rushing quarterback, uh, the, the design, the design runs and whatnot. Um, I don't think that's as big a factor, but the biggest factor is Jalen Hurts missed. Two games last year, Gardner Minshew had to play. They lost them, and they nearly lost the one seed in the NFC and home field advantage throughout the playoffs as a result of Jalen Hurts getting hurt primarily because he was running too much. And I think they are going to dial back his running in an NFC where if 
even if the Commanders won the division and the Cowboys finished second, you'd still feel pretty good about the Eagles making the playoffs because that's how weak the NFC is, right? I don't see how they run Jalen Hurts as aggressively this season, knowing what happened at the end of last season and knowing that there was a possibility that the injury could have cost him the one seed and kept him, that maybe he missed the playoff game. Like it was not always guaranteed he was coming back. So to me, the under on rushing yards for Jalen Hurts makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know if I can get there. I thought you made a pretty good case there. Um, I don't know if it's like he's going to get hurt again. Is that like something you can bank on necessarily? But maybe the thought is going to be, hey, like we, we can't keep doing this. Also, I just think that's like that's, what, yeah. this is, but this is their DNA. Like this is what they do. I'm not saying I would bet the opposite side of it. I just I, I don't know if I would if I would bet that under. You better you bet with Nick his, and Will. His carries went down a full his, his yards per carry went down a full yard last year from the season before. Because they ran him on so many short yardage stuff. You might be onto something. And then obviously like that, that play was not um, like disallowed for this year. So that play, like the, 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 what do they call it? What's like the, the, the name for the play? The quarterback sneak. No, there's like a, like a derisive term that people use for the shove, the creepy shove or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. That, the push push. Be, yeah. So we'll, we'll see more of it for this year. Um, as far as my giants are concerned, and I'll do a little on deck as well. 3,850 and a half passing yards for Dak Prescott, who went way under that last year, obviously like missed, missed time. So that, that would be the reason. I'd be apt to bet an under on Dak passing yards. And like, I like Brandon Cooks a lot. Michael Gallup, another year removed from his like devastating knee injury. CD Lamb's awesome. We'll see if like the rookie tight ends can be good. Pollard, but no Zeke, I think is upgrading the Dallas offense. Mike McCarthy is kind of signaled type of offense he wants to run this year. And it's not going to be like what Kellen Moore has has done, which is trying to like light the scoreboard up. Mike McCarthy wants to run the football, wants to like keep his defense fresh. I I think that's going to be the DNA of this Cowboys team, and like it it might result in like less fantasy points and less points scored by the Cowboys, but maybe more wins come the end of the year, and maybe a better chance of making the Super Bowl this year for the first time since the mid '90s, even making a title game the first time since the mid-90s for the Cowboys. So an under on Dak passing yards is something I'd be interested in, even with the weapons, because I think like we have a, a signal of a change in philosophy coming up for Dallas. And for the Giants' offense this year, Daniel Jones last year threw 15 touchdown passes. This year, it's 16 and a half. I like the over a little bit on Daniel Jones over, pa- over passing touchdowns this year. Upgraded big time the passing core. With that, with obviously Darren Waller comes in. I love Jalen Hyatt. I'm really bu- bullish on the third round rookie from Tennessee, the Bolitnikoff Award winner last year in college, making an impact this year. And uh, Hodgins is good. They're signing like every slot receiver under the sun here. We'll see what happens with Saquon Barkley. I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is going to throw 50 touchdowns this year. I, I think DJ can hit 17 touchdowns. I'd be apt to take an over on Daniel Jones, and I'd like that under on Dak Prescott passing yards. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm. I think it's really fascinating, Nick, how the people who are like, Daniel Jones got paid, it's time to regress back to the mean. It's like, no. Josh Allen lost Brian Dable and led the league in turnovers. Daniel Jones got Brian Dable and threw, what, five interceptions last year? And, like, he got noticeably better as the season went along, enough so that he got paid by the team, and he's going into year two of the system with Brian Dable. Like this is not a case of and he's weapons. due to regress. It's a, it's he's going to take a step forward, in my opinion. Like you don't agree to pay him if you're the front office and the coaching staff. And ownership obviously had a, a major input into that. Um, but like 
you don't agree to pay him all that money if you don't think he's going to take a step forward. And I, I think he will. I think he'll be better this year. Um, and I, I agree. I think the Dak Prescott stuff, I don't know how much of it is coach speak from Mike McCarthy, like lip service, but he said, and it's the worst quote of the offseason. He said, Kellen wanted to light up the scoreboard. I want to run the damn ball and get my defense off the field. It's like, you literally said you want to like score that. less points, bro. He doesn't sound like that. I don't care. That's how I read the quote like it. It's funny. Like, Kellen, Kellen wants to light up the scoreboard. Mike like, McCarthy's from Yeah, Pittsburgh. that's what you're supposed to do. He's from Pittsburgh. He doesn't, he doesn't talk like that. He doesn't talk anything like that. I don't care. Well, you know, uh, we're going to be running the football more this year. Kellen, uh, Kellen wanted to light up the scoreboard, and I want to run the damn ball. That's what that's I want to do is score less points. But uh, I, I actually think that might win more games as a result. If it's going to be like limit Dak's turnovers, run the football with Pollard behind that offensive line and like have Dak not make as many mistakes. The, the receivers are really good. The defense is awesome. And Dan Quinn comes back. I think this is an under on Dak Prescott passing yards. I think that's my favorite quarter. Yeah, I agree with it. I, yeah. I just want to do the Mike McCarthy, poor Mike McCarthy impression. All right. Coming up next, next hour on the show, we will get to MVP. We also need to talk running backs in the NFC East. What's going to happen with the Giants if Saquon Barkley doesn't play this year, which I think he will, but we'll talk about it. What about this Eagles backfield with Penny Swift and Kenneth Gainwell? Can you trust Brian Robinson and the Washington Commanders? We will talk NFC East running backs and pass catchers to start hour number three on a Monday. Costos and Brinson. <laughs> 